0: Welcome to Travel Chat with Ashley and Emily.
1: I'm Ashley from Ashley Gets Around.
0: And I'm Emily from Emily Eats and Explores.
1: This podcast features me and Emily, who are both full time solo travelers. We kind of imagine this podcast as being part travel channel, part Bravo.
0: So grab your favorite beverage and let's go. All right. Welcome, everyone, to Travel Chat. So last week we talked about dating abroad and we did get some questions from you guys so we are going to talk about safety when traveling solo and when dating abroad so let's go let's get into it yeah woo
1: i will say that one thing i saw on your instagram was that you tell people to use their selfie selfie stick as a weapon
0: <laughs> this is my favorite my favorite safety tool because when you're traveling solo usually you do have. I mean, I have my days where I create content, but most solo r- travelers will want a tripod because you do want to take some fun pictures of yourself. And you can always do it better than a random stranger can. Yes. And those things, I mean, some of them can be real heavy duty. They have like things sticking out of them. They got little knobs on there. So, yeah, if you just have it in your hand and you're walking around, someone's trying to grab you on the shoulder. Who knows what would happen? This is all this. I will say I've traveled solo to over 20 countries. This has not happened to me. But if it does. It's a perfect weapon.
1: Emily's prepared. I am so prepared. Emily's prepared to pick you up with her tripod. Because you
0: can't bring things like pepper spray. There was a girl that almost got arrested for bringing for having pepper spray so be careful with things like that i mean you can't even you can't use yeah pocket knives like you can't have that kind of stuff but no one's going to take away your tripod so also somebody said i forgot who said this water bottles like if you have like a those heavy duty almost like a hydro flask water bottle that could also be a great weapon as well as like especially if it has water in it and like you Spin around and whack someone with that? They're going down for sure. <laughs>
1: I'm so glad that this podcast is the opposite of boring. We're like, use yes, this as a weapon. Use if a man comes on you, you beat the shit out of him with a water bottle full of full of stolen fruit juice on the airport lounge. <laughs>
0: <laughs> Make sure that your water bottle has one of those hang, like the hanger things. Cause that's how you got to whip it around. You know, the little holders. What is it called? No holder. It has a little hook on it. You guys know what I'm talking about. Okay.
1: The carabiner.
0: Yeah. Something like that. So you can hold it and then, you know, swirl it around your head. Give it a couple, give it a couple circles. And then,
1: you know, I think your next course should be a South give course. Give it to I think like, so too.
0: Be a great course. Like- Great course.
1: Call it like, I don't even know what we would call it, but I feel like uncommon weapons with Emily Cooper.
0: (laughs) Weapons? You didn't know were weapons.
1: I mean, I guess anything's a weapon if you hit it hard enough, hit somebody hard enough with it. I just think my personality is enough of a weapon. So I'm just like, you know what? Like, you're not going to kidnap me because-
0: Your personality is so repellent.
1: (laughs) just mean that like i'll just be really annoying like other hostages would just be like okay i've been like kidnapped i'm gonna shut up and i would be like um i would like to give you a negative review of this this experience
0: you're doing oh you're doing this wrong you tied my hands that way you're such an amateur
1: like i hope you know no one's paying this ransom ransoms. you picked the wrong bitch like you should have picked somebody
0: no one's coming looking for me
1: (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> no one is coming for me. So I'm yours now. Do you have a vote?
0: <laughs> I would come save you.
1: I would come Thank save you. you, Ashley. So no, in all seriousness though, um, have you heard of that those like alarms, like the birdie alarms? I kind of wanted to buy one I didn't before I left the US, but I do kind of wonder. They're like you pull it and it makes like a deafening sound.
0: Yeah. Yeah, I have one. Oh, you have mm-hmm. One. Yeah, it's just a cute little keychain. It's like a little, it's really small, like smaller than the palm of your hand. Um, Just a keychain. So I like just switch it, whatever bag that I'm taking that it's most like easily accessible. So maybe I have like my backpack, but then I'm wearing like, you know, a purse or something and it's easier to get through on there. I'll just switch it around. And yeah, what you do is basically, it's also a little flashlight, which is nice. But what you do is you just pull the little string and it will release a crazy loud noise and so if you're in a i've never used it i've never had to use it <laughs> but i would and that's why i keep it on me and it's just cute and pink but yeah it will release like an insanely not loud noise and it's enough to obviously scare most people around you and probably yourself so i love the alarms yeah and it's small it's easy you can put it on literally anything. And I think they're like they're cheap too. Get them off Amazon.
1: Is there a way for it to go off accidentally?
0: I mean, it never has for me, but I guess it could because for mine, where you pull it, it's like it's like a loop. So I guess maybe you could like put it on your wrist or something. So if that loop ever got. Mm-hmm. Caught on something, I guess okay. it could but like the way that it's made it's like the loop is kind of um I don't really know how to explain it, but it's like closed together so it's not always like open so like you kind of have to like open up the loop to like hook it on something if you ever wanted to do that like you would definitely have to get it in the right spot and situation in order for it to accidentally hook on to something. so I, I think right. they've manufactured them well where they make sure that doesn't happen. But I've never even, like, I probably should test it out and just see how loud it actually is and how hard you have to pull it for it to work.
1: Well, I know with the birdie ones, there's a way of testing it and it doesn't do the full alarm because apparently it can cause hearing damage, like the full alarm fan. Oh,
0: so yeah, I, I believe it.
1: Yeah, I wouldn't necessarily pull it because I would be afraid of hearing loss. <laughs> <the> hearing <laughs> like how you busted your eardrum.
0: Yeah, I know it's crazy. Lately, so
1: but That's good. Yeah, I thought about buying one. So maybe I need to pick one up. But also, I think there are definitely places where I would do public transport alone at night, like if I'm in, in Europe, Europe or something. But like, I would say that most places I just, if it's dark, I just splurge for the taxi. Typically, like I prefer the apps anyway, over like grabbing a taxi off the street, But you know, they have grab Uber. Mm -hmm. And I just I feel safer just, you know, even if it's 15 minute walk, I'll just take the taxi. Yeah, especially if I've had like, even a glass of wine, like for sure, always.
0: My general rule is I try not to arrive into a place at night especially when i'm traveling solo one it just is like makes everything a bit harder but you're also not comfortable with the place yet so i try not to arrive at night if possible but if i do have to arrive at night like you said i would just immediately go from either like wherever i'm taking the bus station the airport whatever and just grab a taxi lift uber grab and take it to my accommodation and then i don't really go out and about at night until i well generally i don't as much anyway i'm definitely more of like a day person myself and then if i go out usually it's when i meet people from the hostel or wherever but if i do start feeling if i've been in that place for a little while and i do feel comfortable i definitely will walk around at night in the places that are more like populated you know like the central streets for like shopping or you know in front of like a tourist touristy place. But I have found I've been really enjoying, I've only taken a couple of them because I didn't even really know that they exist. Because everybody always talks about walking tours. But nighttime walking tours are great because you do get to see the city at night. You get to know where all like the good places are at night that you could go kind of on your own, but you're also with someone you're with a local guide and they're like telling you what to do and where to go if like especially if you don't feel comfortable initially like going around at night uh so that's definitely a great tip too so look up those nighttime walking tours and they're fun cuz usually you'll go out after like there was like a bar crawl after mine and I made some great friends from that one.
1: That's a really good tip. I've never done a night. I've done night tours, but I've never done like a night walking tour or like a city tour at night. That's pretty cool. Mm -hmm. I will say that like there are certain countries that like I fly to and I just make sure that I have transportation before I leave the airport. Like India, I would never try to grab a taxi in India. Yeah. Like I just pay for a driver. And then the same with Egypt, because I had, you know, been to Egypt before and I just was like, last time the Cairo airport was crazy and it was crazy this time. And thankfully I had paid for a driver and it wasn't that expensive. And he was waiting there with my name and it was just so much less stress than having people approach me asking if i wanted a taxi and i'm like no like, just leave me alone mm-hmm. and i will say that like i did a study abroad to india in college and so i got very at first i was like what's well, really rude to ignore people and then i realized like the reason they tell you to ignore people is cuz if you give people on the street attention they'll never leave you alone and after a couple times of making that mistake you're like conditioned to like somebody talks to me on the street i don't talk back mm-hmm. i keep walking and For certain places, I still have that mentality. Like if I'm somewhere super busy, I'm like, no, no, I just, I'm just keep walking. So that's definitely like, you know, depending on where you are, feels rude, but it's like, that's how you're going to get pickpocketed. Yeah. Mm
0: -hmm. And they know, they know how to get you. Like I'm not, and again, it's not saying like these people are bad or anything. Like I totally understand they're trying to make money. They're trying to make a living, but. I mean, the scammers are bad, but, <laughs> but yeah, don't feel rude. Like you have to do what you have to do because they know how to get you. And I, I fell for, I fell for some in Egypt. So,
1: well, so I, I was in India and I was in college and I was by myself and I had a, dr- I had a driver. Um, he waited like outside of the shops and I went to like the Bengal market and there's all these in Hyderabad, all these like, Stores, bangle store after bangle store. And I was just like so obsessed with these bangles and all the colors. And this woman comes up to me. She has a baby. And I'd seen this, you know, a bunch of times before. And I just, you know, whatever. This lady, you know, she's just like food, food, food. And she has this like little baby. And I fell for it. I like gave the lady money. And maybe she didn't need it. You know, she probably did. But I gave her literally 50 rupees, which is basically a dollar. Mm-hmm. And the next thing I know, I was swarmed with other women with babies, pulling at my clothes and being like putting their hands towards their mouth, like, feed me, feed me. And I had to get rescued by a shop owner who like pulled me into the shop. And he was like, did you give one of the money? And I was like, yeah, I gave her like 50 rupees so she would go away. And he was like, basically, you're a moron. <laughs> like He was like, no, you cannot do that. And so literally, like, I had to text the, um, well, it was before, it was 2011, so I didn't have a phone. I had the guy's number, and I had him call my driver, and make the driver had to come get me, because I was, like, afraid to go outside. So it's not just men you have to worry about. It's, like, mm-hmm. you know, be anything. But India is, like, a very extreme example. Like, you know, I don't do yeah. these. But it, I will say that, like, the one place I've seen people get pickpocketed and robbed is Paris. Yeah, I've heard that. Like Paris, yeah. you better watch your pet purse. Do not set your purse down. You will get robbed. There was a girl at the Eiffel Tower who she was sitting on the grass and I guess somebody came by and she didn't have her purse attached to her body. They came by and grabbed it Ugh. and they're screaming and it's at night, right? I see the guy and he runs into the bushes and they're like, where'd he go? I'm like, he's in the bushes. And they're like, what do you mean? I'm like, no, like he's right there. And I wasn't gonna chase after him because I'm like, that's not my purse, right. like you know. And there was like ten of them chasing.
0: This and one. do you even chase after these people? Like, no, I don't even know what I would do. Like, I, I don't even. I literally don't even know what I would do if I actually saw someone doing it. That's crazy because usually they're so sneaky about it, where you don't even know. And look, like, they'll have all those scams. Like they'll have the people surrounding you. They'll have like the kids talking to you. They'll have they'll ask be asking you a question, and like someone goes up behind you. I don't know. There's literally so many different things that they do.
1: Yeah, which is exactly why I do not stop. No. Well, I will say that that's like I've seen people have their phone snatched out of their hand at the Eiffel Tower. Yeah. And I've seen purses get stolen. Like you just need a crossbody bag. They won't take yeah. if it's attached to your body. They're not coming with a knife to take it. It's a crime of opportunity. Mm-hmm. So I have on my phone. I have one of those bandolier cases, and I it turns my phone into a crossbody, and so it has a strap on the phone, and it's like on my person, like on my body. Mm-hmm. And so now I wear it through the airport. Yeah, it's mostly because I will set my phone down and leave it, but also because it's less of a chance I'm going to get robbed because people can't grab the phone out of my hand like it's attached to my body. Mm-hmm. So there's just like little things like that. But when people, all, when people are like, oh, aren't you afraid to go to like Singapore or Malaysia go by yourself? I'm like, no, what? you should really be worried about Paris. Like it's yeah. way more dangerous. And not that Paris is, is dangerous. You're just a higher chance to get pickpocketed. It's not like violent crime.
0: Even when I was in Dublin, which is like, it's a safe city for sure. And everybody's so nice, like love Ireland. But I went on a day tour and the tour guide, told us to be careful with our phones like you said like we would be you know taking pictures of different things and people come around with bikes and they'll just snatch your phone out of your hand on the bike and then in that case there's no way for you to go after them they're on a friggin' bike like they're gone so it's just little things like that to like be aware of and you're not going to be perfect every single time but i definitely do think of that especially when i'm in public very public places like that when there's a lot of people around a lot of things going on but i've never had anything stolen thankfully and i've never been in a super sketchy situation If you are looking to make money while traveling the world, make sure you check out my course, The Money-Making Traveler. And you can find me, Emily, at Emily Eats and Explores.
1: You can find me, Ashley, at Ashley Gets Around on Instagram. If you want cheap business class flight deals sent directly to your inbox, you can sign up at AshleyGetsAround.com. Make sure you head to the show notes to find out more about me and Emily. I have had something stolen once and it was from a hotel. And so I was in Israel. This was 2018. And, Oh, I was in a hostel. It was like a hostel hotel sort of. And I was there. It was kind of expensive too. I was like, I don't think I like Tel Aviv. Like this is very expensive for what you're getting. But turns out I was there for Passover and I didn't realize it was Passover. So that explains a lot. But I was staying, I think I was there for like eight days or something. And On the ninth the day the day I was checking out, I'd come back to the hotel and my earrings are gone. Oh. And I had a pair of like Kate Spade earrings next to the bed, like on the like little shelf where you nightstand thingy. And it was like earrings. And I went to the front desk and I was like, I think somebody stole the earrings. Like, can you ask the housekeeper? And they're like, There's no way that our housekeeper stole the earrings. And I was like, Well, when I left they were getting ready to go in and clean the room there was nobody else in there. I think it was like a room of like two other people. Like there wasn't many other people in there. And I was like, I just have a feeling that like this lady took them. And I said, can you just call and ask her before calling me a liar? And this woman was like really nasty to me. And I basically was like, no, you need to call her or I'm going to call the police basically. And so they called her and asked her and the woman admitted to it that she stole my earrings. And you should have seen the look on that girl's face at that hotel. And I got so mad I was like yeah don't fucking call somebody a liar like before you even I was so Mm. mad because she was like oh well sorry and I was like um I'm sorry I was like you can get your owner here because this is not okay like you basically were saying that I was a liar and your staff actually stole and I think she had taken some cash too like it was not much maybe it was like you know $20 or something and she admitted she was like I thought she checked out so I took it and then I got she brought it back and like you should have seen the owner did come down and he was just like well we've comped your entire stay like please don't leave us a negative review and I was like well not only do you need to fire your housekeeper but like you probably need to get rid of your front desk person because she basically said that I was making it up before even asking and so I don't know what happened but (laughs) that's the only time and I did get the earrings back and obviously like They weren't that valuable. They were like $50 earrings. They were like Kate Spade earrings. But still, I was like, are you kidding? I'm probably too trusting though. Like I leave stuff out in the hotel room all the time. I just bought a Louis Vuitton bag. I leave it in the room. Oh, like you can see it. It's sitting out in the room and housekeeping comes in. So it's very rare Mm -hmm. that stuff like that happens, I think. Because, you know, I like live in hotels. That's happened to me once. But being like cognizant of like leaving stuff around. And I just, I will say the biggest tip is splitting up your money.
0: Yes. Yes. Do
1: not keep all of your credit cards in one place.
0: Have them all. No.
1: So I have credit cards in like three places.
0: Yeah. I always do that too.
1: Because if you, you know, because again, if somebody steals your, your purse, like, yes, that's horrible. And like, hopefully your passport's not in it. But even if it is like, you can get a new passport and you can get new credit cards, but it becomes problematic if you don't have any credit cards, Mm -hmm. especially if you're traveling alone. Mm -hmm. It's much less of an issue if you're with a friend who could, you know, potentially loan you some cash. So it definitely pays, you know, I split my credit cards up. I always keep some US dollars. I don't know if that's necessarily a safety tip, but I always keep some US dollars because it's, you know, sometimes beneficial. But I would say like, for the most part, you know, I've been to a hundred countries and I feel like I'm much safer abroad than I am in the US, you know, other than like petty theft.
0: I say that all the time. Yeah. No, I I say that all the time and people do not <laughs> understand that. And of course it like depends on where you are, but yeah, generally like I have felt uncomfortable in places that I've traveled to, but I've never I've never felt unsafe anywhere that I've been but I do take precautions and I feel like I don't, you know, I don't go crazy with it. Like I still hang out with people that I just met and will go out and things like that. So I think you still kind of have, you, you still have to like live your life and like do what you can. Like you don't have to be super strict and like hunker down in your hotel and not do anything and all of that. But yeah, as long as you're Just doing what you can to like keep yourself safe because you do want to think about those things because they do happen, but it's a bit easier if you are a bit prepared.
1: I feel like violent crime is much less common outside the U.S. I feel like, yes, in touristy areas, you know, you're more likely to have your phone taken or like if you set your purse down or something like, of course. But I would say as far as like violent crime, like I don't really worry about that. As much like, obviously, you know, I wouldn't go home with a strange man, you know, or anything like that, but I wouldn't do that in the US either. So there are certain things I would say, I feel like, you know, most people are generally really nice. I've had people who, you know, I don't know, I'm like lost and they're like, I'll just walk you to where you're going or let me help you. And so I think that that's kind of 99.9% of people. And then there's that small chance that maybe you'll... Mm -hmm. Get something taken, but it's normally not violent crime. It's normally like you mm-hmm. somebody stole your phone, which sucks, that definitely sucks, but like that's not the same as like being kidnapped, <laughs> you know what I mean? So, right, I don't think you need to worry about being kidnapped. Yeah. I think it's more of like just be smart, split your money up just in right. case, and don't set your purse down at a Starbucks and you know london you wouldn't do that in new york city or dc either so it's just like the same for boston like you know you're not doing that i will say i'm very bad about like in the lounge mm-hmm. I just everybody does it. like leave my bags right. and my phone my laptop
0: i'll take i'll usually take like a smaller bag like smaller purse with me that will have like my phone and my money but i know sometimes yeah i'll just like have my bag there with like my laptop in it. I don't know why. I'm like, I'm like, I trust these people. <laughs> like, I don't know.
1: Well, I will say that everything's under such security, like such. It is. There's cameras everywhere, and so if somebody stole my passport,
0: and you can't just walk in to the lounge, you, you right. can't just get in
1: there to rob people. I will say that was some flight attendants have told me like they've been on flights where people have had stuff stolen, and they've been like, we're not going to let anybody off this plane until this person gets their phone back.
0: Oh. Oh, my gosh.
1: Or jewelry or stuff like that. Like, we know somebody stole it. The police will come on, you know, whatever. So I will say, like, still lock your suitcase. You know, like, I have, Mm -hmm. I had an away bag. Now I have Monos. They have locks on them. So I do lock them before I put them in the overhead bin. But again, you know, it's just a crime of opportunity. So just, like, lock your bag and, like, nobody's going to mess with it.
0: Do you use, like, tags and things like that now?
1: Oh, my gosh, yes. I have yeah. an air tag on everything. Mm-hmm. So like steal my Louis Vuitton bag because there's an air tag hidden in a pocket that you don't realize is there. So I'll track you down. Mm-hmm.
0: <laughs> what What do you say? This is super interesting because you brought up the Louis Vuitton bag.
1: Oh, I have a Yeah, go ahead.
0: Does it make like, do you feel like you're more of a target carrying that around or have you not noticed yes. a difference at all? Yes. So
1: here's, the, here's <laughs> the thing. so here's the thing. I told myself when I started my business last year, I was like, okay, if I hit X amount of subscribers, I'm going to buy the next bag that I want. Whether that's like a Louis Vuitton or, you know, what a Kate Spade, who knows? Like, you know, whatever. And there was a Louis Vuitton that I had wanted in 2021. I saw it in Paris and I didn't buy it. And then of course you couldn't find it. And I kind of always regretted it. So there was, it's a Matisse, it's a crossbody. And I'd always wanted that bag. Well, they came out with a pink one. And I love pink. If you ever see me, I have pink, light pink luggage. Like, the purse is pink. My iPhone cover is pink. Like, my laptop is rose gold. Like, I like pink. So I was like, I hit that number. And when I was in Paris last month, I went into the airport, Louis Vuitton. And I was like, I bet they won't have the bag, but I'm just going to ask. And the lady was like, oh, yeah, we have two of them. Brings it out and I'm like, oh, this is even prettier than online. So I didn't buy it initially. I walked out of the store. I was like, I need to think about this, not inside of your store. I need to like go outside. So I went outside and I was like, huh, I'm just gonna get it. I want the bag. So I got it. Of course, it's wrapped and it's in a box and a huge bag. And It's like Louis Vuitton. It's clear. It's a Louis Vuitton. And I was like, this is maybe stupid. Like maybe I need to take this bag out of the shopping bag and not carry the shopping bag around. And then I was like, I kept seeing other women with Louis Vuitton. And I was like, whatever. Like, if somebody steals it, somebody steals it. Like, I would cry. But if be you know, whatever. And so when I got to Malaysia, like, I just got in a taxi with it. And there was no issue. I will say there are certain places maybe I wouldn't carry it. But mm-hmm. I also picked a bag that was cross-bodied and closed. Like, it has a clasp closure. Mm-hmm. So you can't really get in the bag. Like I wouldn't buy a Neverfull, which is like an open bag that somebody can just reach their hand in and grab something because it's more of a tote bag. So I don't feel as, but I will say that with it, I don't, I would never set it down somewhere. Like, I mean, I have in the lounge because I'm, I'm really apparently loosey goosey with the lounge, but like, if I was in London, I wouldn't set it down at a Starbucks. I would just keep it on my person. Like I would keep it as a crossbody.
0: Mm, Yeah, that's a good tip.
1: Yeah, like I, I don't think I would take it to like Bangladesh. Mm. But then at the same time, like if you're, you're clearly a tourist. I'm clearly American. They know you have money. You know what I mean? Like people, like they know you're probably not poor. Because mm-hmm. why else would you be in like Paris if you're maybe not rich, but like you're clearly not, you know, living on the street if you're vacationing in Paris or wherever. So I think it's also just like, you're a target anyway. Right. It's just kind of like, yeah. just be smart. Like, I'm not going to set the bag down at a Starbucks and walk away from it for 30 minutes and expect it to still be sitting there. Mm-hmm. Now, in Malaysia, it probably still would be sitting there. because It's pretty safe here. Same in Singapore. Like, Singapore, I probably would. Nobody's touching my bag in Singapore. But... Other places, like obviously, like I wouldn't.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: I mean, maybe I'm sure there are people that steal in Singapore, but I've been. They have very low crime, so that wouldn't worry me. Yeah. Plus, I'm really poor compared to a lot of people who live in Singapore. So they're like, "Oh, we don't want your cheap. <laughs> we don't want. <laughs> they like, I don't we want, don't want stuff. cheap. This is a
0: knockoff. Cheap eighteen hundred dollar
1: not- bag. We can afford twelve thousand dollars. Like there's my Birkin. I'll be like, okay, have a great day, Cheryl. Oh, bye. Bye. I'm just gonna go back to my. You know holiday and express that I'm staying at <laughs> but yeah so I I used to be like never carrying an expensive bag and now I'm like you know what people are gonna know that wow. I have money not that I have money that sounds so obnoxious but like people are to know that I'm a traveler and that I probably have an iPhone or I probably have airpods and my thing is, is like I would never travel with something that was like sentimental that could not be replaced. Like if I had a pair of like my grandmother's diamond earrings or something, Mm -hmm. I would never travel with that because those aren't replaceable. Whereas like somebody steals my headphones, that sucks, but like I can go buy another one, another set of AirPods. Or somebody takes my phone, like, yeah, that's horrible. And I would be really pissed off, but like, I can just go to the Apple store and like get another one or use my like insurance, travel insurance to cover me a new phone. Like at the end of the day, it's not the end of the world. So that's kind of my thing is, is like don't pack anything
0: that can't be replaced. Mm-hmm. That's a good tip. Yeah. Because everything else there is a way for everything else. And I know it sounds really scary to have your phone taken away, to have your passport taken away, or t- stolen whatever, but there are solutions for it. So don't let that like deter you from not going out and seeing the world if it if it is something that you are freaking out about because there are ways to get around it
1: the other thing I would say is like now it's more common for people to take your credit card information so having your credit cards and RFID like pouches is better because that's like the new thing mm-hmm. is like just cloning your credit cards and honestly like yeah I'm probably gonna get heat for this but like I would much rather that happen <laughs> than somebody take my phone like because I'm like you know what I mean like American Express is just gonna give me my money back yeah Like, yeah, it's horrible. And like the credit card will get shut down and like whatever. But like, at least nobody's like holding me at gunpoint and taking my bag. Yeah, that sucks. But I'll get the money Mm -hmm. back.
0: Yeah, me too.
1: I will say one thing to be careful of is the credit card skimmers. So like when you go to the ATM, like shake the thing that you put your credit card in to make sure that it's not a skimmer or whatever. Because if it is, you know, somebody's put on there to like take your credit card, it'll come off. It's not part of the machine. So I always shake them to make sure that it's legit, and then I always use ATMs that are net. I try to pretty much always use ATMs that are at an actual bank and not ATMs on the street. Yes, again, sometimes you have to.
0: Yeah, no, I definitely do that too. Right, sometimes you're in a pickle, you don't have time to choose, but if you can choose, yes, definitely get one that is with a. Uh,
1: yeah, and like HSBC reputable. is like. A- banker yeah. so i um well, and i'll get money payment. out of the atms at the airport that doesn't bother mm-hmm. me but i try not to do the ones like you'll see ones like those yellow ones like Euronet or something they'll be like on random side streets i try not to use those unless i like i have to but for anything else i just go to like yeah. a normal bank atm and then it's fine just because if there was ever an issue with your card getting stuck that's much easier to like you know, call the bank and deal with than it is to deal with some random street ATM that you don't know the owner of it.
0: Do you carry a lot of cash with you? Do, I mean, I mean, I'm sure it depends on the place that you're traveling to. Because I, I mean, I try to avoid as much as I can.
1: I always have about $500 of cash in US. Cash oh,
0: in US, okay. Until I yeah. spend it,
1: yeah, because for visas and stuff, like you just never know. And honestly, cash is still paying Pretty much everywhere in a pinch, you can use dollars. I can always exchange dollars at hotels if I have to. So I always keep, I think I maybe have like 300 right now. But I always keep a couple hundred bucks in new bills just for a pickle, just for a pickle. Um, And Mm -hmm. then I do, pretty much everywhere takes cards now. But I do prefer not to use cards for small amounts. And as I said this, I bought a coffee like two hours ago with my credit card um (laughs) but pretty much everywhere takes cards but it's always good to have cash because you never know when your card could get turned off for like they think it's suspicious that's happened to me so many times so it's always good I try to always get I usually just get like a hundred dollars worth of local currency I also collect currency that's the only thing that I keep for my travels is I'll keep a bill from you know usually the equivalent of a dollar nice yeah but I always keep some cash just for small stuff because you never know, like, what if your card isn't working you have no cash and you need a taxi? Like, you just avoid a lot of hassle. So I always keep a little cash. And I will say, one place is <laughs> probably not super popular unless you're over 65. So I always keep <laughs> my, one, at least one credit card in my bra. Oh.
0: And
1: I have a, my friend Alex, Travel Fashion Girl has a, I don't know if you can still buy, I think it might be coming back out, but she had a bra wallet and you can attach it to your bra. So I used that for a while. It's wonderful. And it fits cash. You can put a ton of stuff in it actually. And then you basically hook it onto your bra and then you can either like tuck it in front or you can tuck it in the cup. I have big boobs. So I just tug it in the cup of my bra. You can't see it. it goes on the side. And then if somebody robs, I mean, even if somebody robs me at gunpoint, I'm still going to have that. Like they're not going to see it. So Um, I always keep money in my bra bra wallet or bra. I always keep a credit card there.
0: Yeah, it's a hot tip. I'm
1: like giving away all my secrets. So now people are
0: like, we know. Oh, no, you're like, "Mm, this is where I keep all my money. So if you see me, you know where I am. Uh, I can't do that. I mean, I'm small titty committee. Love it. So I have kept it sometimes like once in a while more when I'm wearing like a sports bra or something like that. But I definitely do keep like I have multiple I mean your passport is one thing and I keep my passport locked. I don't know what you do and I carry a copy with me and then I keep my ID with me um, because I have like a couple different IDs. So I try to put them in different places as well along with like my cash and credit cards like we said keeping them in different spots.
1: Yeah same.
0: This was such a big debate i asked my audience about this on instagram and it was a huge debate about what people do with their passport when they're traveling whether they keep it on them or they lock it in their room or if they and if they have a copy and if they don't have a copy that was super interesting but i keep it locked if it's a place that i feel safe with and generally it is and i keep a copy on me
1: so i don't keep a copy on me i have a copy in the cloud um i have it in Google, google Um, drive and then also in my in my iCloud. Mm-hmm. I typically put it in my suitcase, which I can lock, which I lock. I never use mm-hmm. the safe. I don't think the safe is that safe. <laughs> I mean, maybe it is, but you know they can override it to open it. Not that again, not that I think anybody's stealing my passport at the Westin or wherever I am. But I usually just type it in my bag. Um, I definitely have been at hotels where I've like left it out and somebody's taken my passport. But I feel like people are going to be like, Ashley is very loose. She just like lets it ride. She's, you know, asking to be. But I'm just like, well, everywhere, everywhere has a U.S. embassy. So I can just get an emergency passport if I have to. Yeah. I would mostly be sad because I have yes. a very full passport. And so I would be very sad to lose my stamps.
0: <laughs> when do you have to renew yours? Here's a
1: fun tip. It's way easier. It's way better to get a passport abroad. So much better. You don't pay for shipping if you apply to us embassies, it's actually cheaper. Yeah. So I got my passport. Um, I ran out of pages in Vietnam and I couldn't leave Vietnam because the next place I was going was Laos, and you had to have two pages and I only had one. So I had to get like, not an emergency passport, but I made an appointment and they were like, it'll take a week. I'm like, that's cool. I'll stay here a week. And I only had to pay for the fee. And then in came a new passport And they automatically give you the bigger book. So I got the 56 page book or whatever. So I'm, I only have about 10 pages left. So even, even with COVID in the last six years, I filled up like 40 pages and I make them, they're mostly in order. Do you want to know how I did that? I'm a psycho. So I put a rubber band. Yeah. What? Yeah. So pretty much all of my past passport stamps are in order, except for Finland, Finland was like, oh no, we're staying in the very back. And I literally looked at the guy and I was like, are you shitting me? And he was like,
0: back in Finland. He me. was really
1: funny though. He was like, oh, I didn't realize. And I was like, are you joking? You just messed up five years where the password stands. But he was really funny. So I wasn't, also, I'm not about to yell at somebody at border control. So I just let it go. And now it's not as much in order because I'm almost out of pages. But yeah, so I put a rubber band around the blank pages and I leave just like one or two open. And then if they look at the rubber band, I'm like, hey, please don't stamp on a new page because I need those pages. Mm. So it's worked out pretty well. So that's so I have like full pages of stamps, yeah. not just like one random stamp. So I have to get a new passport soon. But yeah, no, yeah, it's not really that difficult to get a new passport. Like
0: mm-hmm. it's not,
1: you know, like mm-hmm. every embassy is like, oh, we've had an American lose their passport. Like you can get it yeah. in a day, an emergency passport in a day. It's only valid for a year, but it's not like, yeah. a huge deal. So I'm not super late. I just make sure I have other ID. So I usually keep my driver's license. I don't keep my driver's license on me. I keep my global entry card on me because it's a federal ID and I can use it. You know, if I go somewhere that I need ID for, I don't know why I would need ID, but um, just to have it. And then I leave my driver's license and my passport
0: in my luggage. Yeah. Yeah. Definitely have an ID on you because I almost got fine. Well, I did get fined but i got fined in vienna and he wanted to like take me in because i didn't have i didn't have my id on me at the time i had my my passport was locked in my hostel and i use my own locks for those so it's a bit it's fine but i had a copy on my phone and i had a like a paper copy as well but he still wanted to like Take me in, like, take me to the station, wherever he was gonna bring me. I was shitting my pants. I was so scared, so scared. So now I always bring, like, an official ID with me, as well as, you know, as long as, as, along with my passport copy. So scary.
1: That's, like, really crazy to me.
0: Yeah. I was like, oh my God, I'm gonna go to Austrian jail.
1: Well, listen. If you ever get arrested, you just need to be like, "I want my embassy representative." <laughs> <You> re- memorize, <laughs> memorize the help number to the State Department. That's what you need. Which I've had to use before. Well, that's a different story for a different day. But um, <laughs> oh,
0: my goodness. Mm. Now the rules. Yeah,
1: people are gonna be like, "What did Ashley do?" Well, spoiler alert. I sort of ended up in like Russian pseudo jail,
0: but that's a different story <laughs> for a different time. <laughs> Maybe, maybe we'll maybe we'll okay, get we'll tell you guys that one then in, in, in the next episode we'll see.
1: But I feel like that's a great place to end. Any final thoughts about safety abroad?
0: I think just use your common sense. You don't have to be super stressed about it. Once you are actually in the location, like you just want to use your common sense. Just use your street smarts. Do what you would do at home in a place that is a bit unfamiliar, but you don't have to stress too much about it. There's always a solution for something and you'll be able to figure it out and people will help you. There'll always be someone there to help you.
1: So smart. All right. Well, this was a fun episode and we will catch you guys next week. Thanks so much for listening to this episode. Make sure you head to the show notes to find out more about me and Emily.
0: Bye everyone.